I identify myself as a Bible-believing, unashamed follower of Jesus Christ. I believe the Bible, I follow Jesus, and I'm not ashamed to say so. The answer is not in the next election. The answer is not in Washington, D.C. The answer to America's problems is in the pulpit and the pews of America's churches. That's what we do here daily on Bob Bernie Live. We listen, we think, and then we look at the Word of God, evaluate it, and develop our worldview from God's point of view. The views and opinions expressed are those of the participants and may not be the views or opinions of the staff, management, or advertisers of WRFD. Isn't it strange how that you take two pieces of material, you can take wood, you can take plastic, you can take anything, and you can put them in any configuration until you put them perpendicular to each other and make a cross. The Word of God. Read it. Obey it. That is the answer to America's problems. Call 1-877-BOB-LIVE. Bob Bernie Live. It's a Wednesday afternoon on Bob Bernie Live, and it is my privilege to welcome you to the program today. My telephone number is... 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. A quick program note, uh, Secretary of State Frank LaRose will be dropping by at 4.30 to talk with you folks about election integrity. Um, It is such a privilege for me to be your host because I say this all the time, your generosity is famous, uh, but your integrity and character is famous as well. I love it when politicians want to communicate with you. They don't want to talk to me. They want to talk to you. And... uh, Frank LaRose's office contacted me a couple of days ago and said, hey, uh, we've got some new initiatives that we would really like your audience to know about. Well, I I count that a privilege to be uh, the uh, mediator between public figures and you, my audience. So anyway, uh, some new initiatives at the uh, Secretary of State's office and Frank LaRose Ohio's Secretary of State will be dropping by, Lord willing, be, as I continue to tell you, this is live radio. Most people want recorded interviews because it's safe. I prefer live interviews, which means there can always be a problem. Uh, but Lord willing, uh, we'll be talking live with uh, Secretary of State Frank LaRose at the bottom of the hour. Speaking of elections, the uh, supporters of cannabis, pot, Mary Jane, marijuana, marijuana, whatever you want to call it, those who want to legalize recreational marijuana are going to hammer the people of Ohio over and over and over again until they hope You, the people of Ohio, will be dumb enough to legalize recreational marijuana. Uh, That's what they did with gambling. Those of you old enough will remember, you know, 20, 30 years ago, 
every election cycle. We got to legalize gambling. The people of Ohio said, no, we don't want to legalize gambling here. No, go away. Leave us alone. And then the next election, we need gambling. It'll fix all of the problems with the schools and people will enjoy it. And no, go away. We don't want gambling in Ohio. We want to go gambling. We'll go to Las Vegas or we'll go, you know, we'll go up to Michigan or whatever. No, go away. And the uh, proponents of gambling kept coming back, coming back, coming back until they finally wore down the people of Ohio. And the people of Ohio, it, it, dumbly, is that a word, dumbly? Well, it is now, uh, said, okay, 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 okay. We will approve just a handful of casinos. But that's all. Well, the people of Ohio approved the casinos, and then there were the racinos, and then there was Keno, and... Uh, And now we have gambling everywhere. And, of course, now it's sports betting. Oh, that's going to be so helpful. Well, the proponents of marijuana are trying to do the same thing. Wear you out. Don't do it. Don't do it. Look around to the states where marijuana has been legalized particularly recreational use. Take a look at Colorado. Look at what's happened to the young people. Look at uh, traffic accidents caused by uh, uh, impaired driving. And then add to this. The Seattle Times, left-leaning newspaper in a terribly left-leaning city, Here is from the Seattle Times yesterday headline. Researchers warn of mental health risks of high-potency cannabis. It is a six-page expose of the mental health risks of the new marijuana. The marijuana that's out now is not the marijuana that your grandparents smoked when they were hippies back in the 60s. Yeah, man. Cool. Way out, man. No, 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 no. It is much, much, much more potent. And the people who are producing it are finding ways to make it even more potent. Let me give you one sentence from this expose. Again, out of a left-leaning newspaper in a totally left-leaning city. Quote, while a typical cannabis flower, that's marijuana, while a typical cannabis flower averages around 20% THC, some dabs, and that's a, a term used for pretty potent, well, anyway, some dabs sold in Washington contain as much as 90%. Quote, such products are setting off alarm bells for physicians and a group of research scientists in the Pacific Northwest who see the wide availability of dabs. Now, this is a way where they extract the hallucinogenic portions of marijuana, cannabis, the THC, 
and it is strengthened over and over and over again, and it's produced in what is called a dab. All right, let me start that paragraph again. Such products are setting off alarm bells for physicians and a group of research scientists in the Pacific Northwest who see the wide availability of dabs and other highly concentrated substances as a quiet but growing threat to public health, especially among young adults and teenagers. And then get this. Get this. And I'm quoting. Lawmakers are considering new regulations. See, they've already approved the recreational use of marijuana, and now they're suffering the consequences. And so the politicians are going, oh, maybe that wasn't so smart. Now what do we do? They keep giving higher concentrations of the THC, and people are really getting hurt. And so now what do we do? Listen to this. Lawmakers are considering new regulations like a THC cap. We can only have so much percentage. Who's going to check that? Who's going to enforce that? Lawmakers are considering new regulations like a THC cap or a higher tax on potent products. Oh, we know what we'll do. We'll just tax it more. Oh, my goodness. Scientists point to emerging evidence from studies in adults that link high-potency THC to an increased risk of experiencing psychosis, a heightened risk of developing psychosis years earlier than would otherwise be expected in people at risk for the condition. And then it goes on and on and on about the dangers of the more potent marijuana. They're not using the term marijuana anymore. It's cannabis. It sounds so much better. So it's a six-page article out of the Seattle Times, and it ends with, listen to this, last sentence. That's in part finding out whether or not Washington state government has the backbone to enforce a prohibition. They realize they made a mistake. And the Seattle Times concludes, they got to do something about it. People's lives are being destroyed. But we're not really sure that the legislators who passed this first have the guts to admit they were wrong and do something about it. Uh... I can already tell you, no, they don't have the guts. So it's causing problems. What do we do? Well, we just tax it more. Isn't that always the answer for the liberal left? Folks, listen. The marijuana proponents are very, very, very strong here in Ohio. They're going to badger, badger, badger. Don't let them win. It's bad. Let's not forget that. Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. 
I read this story and I just kind of shake my head and say, what? Where is the news media on this? Uh, What am I talking about? Headline, Secret Service claims no records exist of President Biden's Delaware visitors. Yep, evidently the New York Post, which is a conservative-leaning publication, uh, certainly reputable, the uh, New York Post requested information from the Secret Service about visitors' records of the people who have visited the president on his often weekend trips to his one of his two homes in Delaware. Uh, he has two homes, yeah, both, well, anyway, uh, at Wilmington, Delaware, and Rehoboth Beach. Rehoboth? Rehoboth Beach, I, I think that's what it is. Uh, anyway... Uh, remember, remember all of the hullabaloo over how many times Trump went to Mar-a-Lago in Florida. Remember that mainstream media was all over that. It's always gone, always gone. Never in the White House. Never, you know, he's always Mar-a-Lago. Blah blah. blah. Uh, well, check out the records. President Biden, at this same time in his presidency as Donald Trump, uh, President Biden has spent far more time away from the White House at his two homes than President Trump did at this point in his presidency at Mar-a-Lago. But do you hear anybody? President Biden's on vacation again. President Biden's in Delaware again. Why isn't he in the White House? No, 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 nobody's saying anything. He is spending a great deal of time there. Okay? Uh, And that's okay as long as, you know, as long as he's working, costing taxpayers millions and millions and millions of dollars. But anyway, uh, he spent a great deal of time there, and he has seen dozens of people come and go, visit him, and so on. And the Secret Service is supposed to keep a record of all of the visitors. Uh, they did with Trump, and we would hear about it. So-and-so visited President Trump at Mar-a-Lago. What in the world was he doing or she doing? Why in the world would they visit the president? Blah, 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 blah. So anyway, anyway, the New York Post requested that the Secret Service give a list of the visitors to the two Delaware homes while President Biden has been there. Can I quote for you? Quote, The U.S. Secret Service has insisted that no records exist of who President Biden has met with at his Delaware residences during his presidency, according to a report today. The New York Post reported that it requested the information about who visited the president and his Wilmington and Rehoboth, Rehoboth, whatever, uh, Wilmington and Rehoboth Beach homes as part of the Freedom of Information Act. 
but it was denied. Uh, it was denied. In a letter dated September 27th, Secret Service Deputy Director Ferron Paramore wrote, quote, The agency conducted an additional search of relevant program offices for potentially responsive records. Can I read that to you again? The agency concluded an additional search of relevant program offices for potentially responsive records. And again, I'm quoting from the Secret Service. This search produced no responsive records. Accordingly, your appeal is denied. Say what? Excuse me? The Secret Service says, we, we don't know. We don't have any records of who visited the president. Uh, you're the Secret Service. You have to clear every single person who visits the president. Nobody just walks up and say, hey, can I have pizza with Joe? Can I have a little coffee with Joe? Every person who visits has to go through a background check and so forth. And yet, when a media source files a Freedom of Information request, the Secret Service doesn't say it's none of your business. The Secret Service says... Uh, we don't know. We have no records. What? What?